1: Ex-elite.
2: Hello and welcome to the iGen UK podcast. I should have saved that German intro I did a couple of weeks ago for this <laughs> week because it's Gamescom week. We're not actually in Germany for the second year in a row, which is sad because. I think I speak for everyone when I say I love Germany, and I love mm. being in Germany, mm-hmm. and I love being at Gamescom. Yes. But sadly, it's digital again. Last week, last week even, last night, we had the big Jeff Keeley opening night live, because we're recording this on Thursday, because why not? We're rebels <laughs> like that. Um, we're going to talk, oh, awesome. we're not going to go through everything. That he talked about nah. and revealed, because there's only a few things, like a few new things we want to touch on. I think. Plus, this week is just rammed already. We've got so many games we've been playing, uh, some TV we've been watching. We've we've got so much this week. So why don't we just get straight to it, Dale and
1: Hello. Jesse? Hello. I was wondering when you would get to that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. to it. Exactly.
2: That's no, just me this week. so I just get? Should I do a? Yeah. Solo one that would be so boring. I do, I mean, very few people can pull off a solo podcast.
1: Remember that infamous one we did? It was just me and you, Caddy.
2: Infamous, I think it's one of the best. Infamous,
1: Um, mate, because it was always like I remember I never realized how much how beneficial the dynamic of free people is because there's always (laughs) someone to jump in on at the end of a conversation.
3: What what (laughs) was the occasion for only having you two there? It's no one, I think we
2: were literally before you joined, and there was only me. Dale, Joe, and Alan. I think they were both either out or busy, so we literally just had to do it. Uh, anyway, gone are those days, because we have been more than enough people and more than enough to talk about. I think there's only one place to start with some of the stuff from uh, Open Night Live. And I've got to go straight to it. I think it's pronounced Do-K-V. I think mm-hmm. it's do It just looks mad. I kind of... This was revealed first I think two years ago. It's from uh, Pearl Abyss, the guys who do what is it called black desert mmo black desert that's it and this doki if you haven't watched the trailer it's three minutes of complete madness and colors and just it looks like pure joy to me which is what i like about it it's kind of the opposite whenever i've looked at black desert i've been like that's just not for me yeah whereas this i'm into and i'm so happy that it's not an mmo they've described it as an open world action adventure and as far as i can tell it's kind of their own take a bit on Pokemon. It's kind of like a Pokemon GTA is in my head is what I want but
1: this to be. Whatever yeah.
3: this game is going to be, I'm excited for it because it looks pretty and wow. mad and bonkers.
1: I was going to say, you're yeah. skipping over the main selling point, which is it looks phenomenally beautiful. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like One of the so best colourful. looking games I've ever seen. Yeah, except- and the exciting
2: thing is it looked like it was pretty much all gameplay as well, what they were showing as well.
1: Yeah. It was like the it almost like the world looks so photorealistic mm. but then you've got these weird like sort of baby human chibi sort of <laughs> yes. characters running around it's bonkers. and then all these colorful wacky like honestly there was so much in that trailer i don't even know where to begin on the weirdness <laughs> like what yeah. was going what, on i think they described
2: it's kind of like in the way it's like pokemon it's like a creature collecting game there's these creatures called I think they're big in like Korean culture I think it's a I think they're called Dokkaebis or Dokkebi's right um which is actually spelt differently but a character from uh mm, siege. rainbow siege. six siege um yeah. but yeah there's lots of mad ones in that trailer there's a llama there's like a pink anteater there was a it's like a big panda with boxing gloves oh or yeah at
1: one point <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, all, it all went by so fast a lot of it didn't stick I and just it so only, like, much modes there. of
3: transport as well you've got like a jet ski a mini car you can like float and be like, like a little shitty spider-man you can be like stuff. spider-man yeah, yeah like just, like, it's just a, like
2: electronic whip for it's, like who knows like they've given no details on when this game is coming out yeah. or, or anything like that but i don't know it just looks and i hope i don't know i hope it is what we think it is yeah. <laughs> and, but do you yeah. get the
1: vibe? Because you don't
3: really know how it all plays out in real time, I yeah. guess. Because you have like that, like super highlighted yeah. section of gameplay. But I can't. In my mind, I want it to be open-world when it comes to the combat. A bit like Devil May Cry, you're just throwing everything at the controller and stuff. I want get it to the, be like that. Or?
1: Do you get the vibe that it's just that sort of harbour area? That's like the entire game. No, because wasn't it like
3: a little like snowy area or something was, like that. I
1: didn't know if that was just a different season uh, ah, in the yeah. same place. Because I, I could get like why it looks so good if it's isolated in this like small town. And Mm. it's just like they're purely focused on that one little area, but there's loads to do, and it's really dense. I mean, you could go out
2: to sea; they look like a massive mountain and a forest as well. I don't know. It just looks, and that's the thing you said it like it just grabs your eye. It looks so nice, and that's what I like. I feel like a lot of the best graphically graphically good games we get are like you've got The Last of Us, you've got Red Dead. They're quite fundamentally dour worlds. They're Mm. quite yeah. Sat, like grimy places to be. You've got Ghost of Tsushima, which is also one of the most beautiful games to play, which has a mixture of both. It does mm. have some very beautiful parts as well. But I just like that this is full on, just <laughs> colourful and just looks full of just joy, really. Yeah, and it's I'm just
3: colourful it. and weirdly realistic, and you haven't seen that two combined, yeah. I feel like, for yeah. ages, to be fair. I
1: would say as well, Like, if you haven't seen this trailer, by the way, even if you're like me and who's not like into Pokemon or anime stuff mm-hmm. at all... Seek it out. It's three minutes of time. Watch <laughs> it and just see how amazing it looks.
3: It is just mad, man.
1: It's Great totally looking. worth watching. Like, it's, yeah, I- yeah, it's yeah. incredibly looking game, and it's actually something that I would have never even give like a second's thought about playing this game. And now I'm intrigued to see if it like actually looks and plays like this. Yeah, here, here we go like two years later, and I'm like the biggest fan in the world, like a massive <laughs> addict. <laughs> there a there was a time.
2: It like a year or two ago, where I kind of had open-world fatigue a bit. Yeah. Uh, but I think it was because it was these massive sort of like Breath of the Wild, Ghosts, Tsushima, Red Dead, sort of massive kind of foresty worlds. I feel like I haven't had a big city... Maybe I'm wrong, I'm just misremembering some games that come out. Like a big city like a GTA or something uh, we'll come on to Watch very Dogs, soon. I
1: guess we had Dogs, I
2: suppose, but ultimately I was a little disappointed
1: by that, I feel. N- New like, Donk
2: City in
3: Mario exactly Odyssey. saying
1: that, New Watch Donk Dogs city. was like... Nearly a year ago Stop. now, wasn't it? Exactly. Yeah, yes. I
2: want I want some new cities like basically the dreamers. I want GTA Six or these rumored GTA remasters at some point because I just want to play a GTA. Oh, yeah. But for now, we have to do with holding on to V and maybe some people be interested in a new Saints Row, which they yeah. revealed as well. A reboot, they've said. So it's I think it's just called Saints Row, isn't mm-hmm. it? It's not got yeah. like a yeah. subtitle. It's not anything. I've never. Really got into Saints Row that much. I've always Mm. loved GTA, played all the GTAs, but Saints Row has always been the the little brother to me and the one I've never, I don't think I've ever finished a Saints Row. I've played a couple of them. Saints Saints
1: Row the Third is good. Yeah. That's
2: the one I played the most of. But yeah, I don't know what you guys feel about this new one. I'm kind of, it's out, I think, uh, was it early early 2022? So, So. Probably could be into it then, but also they just did announce Horizon as being pushed to February 2022. Uh, so I would say,
1: like, I, I didn't watch this live, so I woke up this morning, watched the trailers, and I watched mm. the trailers just on my own this morning. And I saw this and I thought, mm-hmm. that looks pretty cool. It looks like they're sort of dialing back the mentalness of Saints Row 4 and what came out like Gav yeah. Hell and what came after that and mm-hmm. Agents of Mayhem, turning that back just a little bit to the craziness of, of Saints Row 3 or Saints Row the 3rd. Which for me was like the perfect balancing point. It was like when it stopped being just a pure, tacky GTA ripoff and it sort yeah. of came, it established its own identity and just it was about having mm. fun in the world without going to the next level of four, which was like superpowers and.
3: Yeah, like it was, aliens too, it was, it was too wacky for its yeah. own good, I feel so like. I, I, so I was
1: into me. it and I saw the trailer, and, but then afterwards I saw the response and I was like i felt a bit confused by it, but then it's also i don't think it's not without merit like i saw a lot of people saying like it does sort of take the essence of what fuck what made saints crow saints Row different to gta away a little mm-hmm. bit and now yeah. it could just be any other game now i, I uh, even, yeah i
2: feel like in a world where we don't have a new gta at the moment maybe i would be happy with just that mm. i don't know yeah
3: I mean, when I saw it, I just it felt like, you know, the CGI trailer came first and that was just, you know, another typical pretty CGI trailer. It doesn't show you much of what you would want to see in that mm-hmm. little gameplay snippet. Again, it was just like a fairly vanilla, bit more of a laid back Saints Row experience. But Dale, you mentioned it there. Just the feedback and reception from it, like hardcore Saints Row fans are pretty upset. Yeah. And I think I think it's down to the characters as well. People really like Gat and Pierce and Shondi and <laughs> like those right. characters. it's it's mad, but like the amount of Saints Row games that ha- there have been and, like, you know, Gat has been in all of them, you know, people actually like these characters and now they are all been replaced, I guess, but you've already yeah. had so many games with them. Well, just, you know.
1: I would say, um like, my assumption immediately was that these were people that were a bit younger than me and grew up and they played Saints Row when they were, like, really young and they yeah. have such more of an attachment to it because... It was like, it was the GTA they could play or they played as a kid, right? And it was silly and slapstick. It's like, you know how people have the affinity? I don't really have it, but I understand a lot of people have it for Simpsons Hit and Run. Um, And I think it's because it's like of how old you were when you first played that game. And that was my assumption Mm -hmm. about why people no, had an affinity for saints row one and two so much
3: no i think that makes sense because like i mean just for myself growing up i wasn't allowed to play gta but saints row was fine and you know simpsons hit and run which that is was, weird because like, if GTA. anything it's more disgusting <laughs> yeah but like parents know or parents yeah. have this like conceived notion about gta and what happens in it and then yeah. this, you see know, mm-hmm. any other game is like oh this is a 15 i don't really matter it's not gta i guess like,
1: it's tough because i think fundamentally the first saint's two saints rose were a bit derivative and mm. not necessarily didn't really excel um but there's this passionate fan base that want more of that and so do you yeah. deliver on that or do you try and do something new and even if what's new is perceived as a step backwards mm. i don't
2: know we'll see i mean i do quite like this there's quite a few games in the show that were revealed or re-revealed uh, at the show and then we're just coming out within like Six months, so we're getting that in February. Assuming it's not delayed, I'm sure some of these games get delayed, I'm sure. But I liked that, you know, they're not announcing a new Saints' throat and they're like,
1: hear more again in a year. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: It was just yeah. like, we're revealing it and it's coming soon. That's Maybe cool. you'll enjoy it. Yeah.
1: So, I do, yeah. I do like the six-month six turnaround is my favourite, I think. Like, announce yeah, yeah, it mm-hmm. and then you get to play it in six months' time. Not too long. Exactly. Not too short. Yep.
2: We'll see more of that soon. Uh, a, a game that was revealed was Marvel Midnight Suns from. Firaxis, who are well known for their XCOM games, but this game doesn't seem to be an XCOM game from what I've heard and read. It, yeah. They said it kind of shows shares none of the same gameplay elements as an XCOM, XCOM game and it's described more as a tactics RPG which does mm. excite me. Like, I would have been happy also if it was an XCOM game, so I do enjoy a good XCOM game, but yeah. also I like a good uh, tactics RPG. Yeah. So Did- they described it more as... There's a lot of fighting. Obviously, it's a Marvel tactics game. There's going to be a lot of fighting. But it's also yeah. as much an RPG. Like, you will be living your character's life as well, which sounds pretty cool. And I
3: pictured so- it as kind of like Chimera Squad. Because, you know, XCOM is you have like these individual characters who can, you know, die at mm-hmm. any moment. I remember Chimera Squad being um, like, you know, how Fraxus has tried to handle like having unique squad mates that can't necessarily die off permanently. And this is how I imagined Midnight Suns. Because I doubt you're going to have Iron Man, you know, getting blown yeah. to bits and then you never see him again. <laughs>
1: I am surprised yeah. about the you saying they're not like sort of emulating XCOM's formula because I don't know if you saw our dev interview on our live show and he mm. mentioned how the deal first came together was that um, one of the big wigs at Marvel who, who decides to who get Marvel games was a massive fan of XCOM and, yeah. pre- okay. and presented them to it. The, but maybe, you know, since then he's like, well, we love what you guys do. Can we evolve it to something unique for this Marvel yeah. game, I guess? Yeah.
2: I mean, they're just a good, solid developer, I think. Yeah, for, Apsis, yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. We'll see what happens. That We don't really know much more about that apart from on September 1st, which is, is that next Wednesday, next Tuesday? I, I've lost track of the days. Next that is Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Um, they're doing the gameplay reveal, so we'll see a lot more. Cool. I mean, then, so if you're excited, I like the look in. of the characters
1: uh, as well. It's cool that blades in a game. as well. Exactly. Yeah. It's
2: not just we've had Marvel's Avengers recently. And we kind of have. You know, I know people are a bit marvelled out, but they mm. they were having a few of the characters. Like we haven't had too much Wolverine or Ghost Rider or yeah, those characters it, recently. It feels yeah, a bit so.
3: refreshing when you don't have like the core heroes. Like I kind of forgot that Wolverine would be fighting alongside. I don't know, like Captain Marvel and Blade and stuff like. Because they've always been yeah. so separate in media for ages. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Nice looking forward to that one uh we got a first look at extended gameplay for call of duty vanguard uh it's always a tough sell that because you know it's it's like a big like celebration of games this these sort of shows and then like here's what near eight minutes of the battle of (laughs) starling one of the most (laughs) one of the more horrific battles in the uh, Mm. in in human conflict i would say um but it's weird because i thought they were so i went to I had a Call of Duty pre-brief a couple of weeks ago and they showed off a section of campaign gameplay, which I can actually talk about. But I didn't because I assumed it would be the section they showed at uh, this show. But it's not because I saw a piece um, from the campaign, which is Operation Tonga, which is the day before D-Day. And you're a British paratrooper dropping into France. And that was a really cool section of gameplay. Like You landed... Like your parachute failed, you landed in a river. You had to like scramble. You're basically on your own behind enemy lines. You scramble mm. into a farmhouse. The farmhouse catches on fire, and there's Nazis around the house. It's German troops looking. It sounds for pretty you. intense. Yeah, it was really intense and quite like scary. It was more like a horror yeah. game moment and then like it's just everything's on fire and you're like one person against a squad of 8 just trying to yeah. sneak around. It's kind of similar to what was going on in this um section as this well. This just you seemed were, a
3: bit oddly paced because you like you said it's Stalingrad but they show you the aftermath and then they cut to the pre-invasion part yeah, and I I felt don't know that kind of made it, it a bit flat. I don't
2: know if that's how it works in the campaign that felt like an odd I don't know, yeah, I know what you mean. It was kind of like a really stealthy section with a few Molotovs thrown in and then we're going to cut to the start of the Invasion of Stalingrad and bombs dropping. And yeah, I don't know. I think they were trying to get across more of the human story elements and kind of what made the original Call of Duty a bit more kind of, a bit more based in history, Try and yeah. show off. So I know they're trying to base this one in history, but obviously with a license to tell a fictional story. But yeah, I, w- I was into it. I'll play the Call of Duty campaign. Like I said said last week or the week before, i I'm just into World War Two, so um, hmm. yeah. I just felt it was odd. You know, it's always like you you have like something like Doki V, the most colourful thing you've ever seen <laughs> in your life, like bubble gum being chucked yeah. in your face at 100 miles an hour, and then yeah, here's eight eight minutes of Stalingrad. It's like People I'll, being blown I'll up by rockets. Then. <laughs> a variety,
3: mates, the spice yeah. of life. Exactly. I did notice one thing? There was a lot of climbing in that gameplay. Section. Yeah, there was a lot of
2: charted like handholds. I wasn't yeah. <laughs> used to that, yeah. It's just weird in a first person game I to weird. see that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm into it. Um Lego Star Wars, we've finally seen again. Finally. I've been looking forward to this like I think it was revealed Over two years ago, I think it was E3 2019 when I saw this behind closed doors. And I remember seeing it, and no one else had seen it and being like, This looks incredible. You won't believe what they're doing (laughs) in Star Wars. It's got sort of like a third person shooter angle to all the combat and like RPG aspects, numbers flying like Borderline style off of enemies. And it looks amazing, like Mm -hmm. graphically. And then they didn't show anything for almost two (laughs) years. And I was like, Believe me, it looks really good. Um, and there was a new trailer, which is pretty much what you can expect from a Lego Star Wars game—is funny cutscenes yeah. and scenes you know from the films. I would. Say- and then they said it's coming out spring 2022. Finally,
1: hopefully, hopefully it is anyway. May fourth, it? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, I would say the. Uh, I don't know if the trailer like did. Like reinforce what you're saying about it as much like it just okay. felt like another like another Lego Star Wars game which mm-hmm. I'm into and I want to play because mm. I haven't played one of them in a while yeah I, we, did, we did see that snippet that brief shot of the the entire like um, like, like galaxy and yeah, yeah, yeah and, yeah, and yeah. You, you're choosing what planet mm-hmm. you can go to and that's really cool. I wonder how comprehensive yeah. each planet is. So, I feel that's, like that's what
2: I saw a lot more of, which is like, it was a lot more open world and you could, like these are large open areas, the planets, they're not just levels you're flying in between. You can do them in any order. It was a yeah. lot more freer and open than any Lego game before. Yeah.
3: That seems like the natural progression for Lego games. Because when I think of Lego Star was the original was like, what was it? You start in the cantina and you're just walking door to door and starting a mission like that. And this, yeah. you know, not having that kind of typical hub area and actually being able to explore looks pretty good. And I was just, I still think it's weird that what could be maybe one of the best Star Wars games in many, many years is going to be a Lego one. It's been that I'm way still, for a while. I'm still a little bit salty that we haven't got, we haven't had a game like this that wasn't Lego. Because right. in my head, this is like my dream Star Wars game. But
2: like, I know you're still, you're still ruining that uh, lost uh, TT Games Lord of the Rings pitch, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, that that still hurts as well. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: Didn't uh, well, like maybe one day. Did anyone else find it funnier in the LEGO games where the cutscenes weren't dialogue voiced. driven? Or they just yeah. people just going, whoa, whoa, that sort <laughs> of stuff. yeah. I
2: feel like in this day, you kind of, I don't know, maybe you need to. They're trying to reinvent them, aren't they? So maybe they just thought, let's do it fully voiced this time.
1: Oh, uh, they've been doing that for a while, but I just always yeah, yeah. but thinking it was funnier when you know, someone threw a banana at someone's head when they were going, whoa, whoa, <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm still looking forward to that game a lot. Hopefully we get to play it in spring because mm-hmm. I think it was meant to be spring this year. Mm. I don't, Or maybe even the year before it was meant to come out. I can't even remember. At least they're taking their time to with play it. it. Exactly. Um, lastly, from ONL, we're going to talk about UFL. It kind of came out of nowhere and it's kind of refreshing to see I've actually got to talk to the developers about this so mm. I don't know if you guys have any questions if you don't know what UFL is it's a new football game which to a lot of people may sound boring but I think to football fans it's just refreshing to see because yeah. for so long now it's been FIFA PES now eFootball and Football Manager those are pretty much the only football games you can mm. get that yeah. or Mario get Soccer. really me. any sort of sales when's, when's the last time that came out I don't know. <laughs> 15 years I don't know I don't know yeah, like it's been this way for a long time now. They used to be, used to have all the different football games like actual soccer, sensible soccer. Yeah. How many years ago was f- that? Uh, though? Virtual that like football?
1: Super Kickoff. That's what I remember. Like, at least Is that like, like PS2 15. era?
2: Yeah, PS1 even. Like, mm. yeah, It's been a long yeah. time really since we've had
1: LMA a manager. Do you remember that? Exactly.
2: <laughs> um these guys seem to want to be trying something new and I'm intrigued. They've been working on it for five years already. Wow. And it's kind of sounds like a mixture between a football manager game and a football game. Okay. And it's free to play and their mantra is fair to play, so no microtransactions. Like they're okay. basically they've studied the market and looked at what, what is everyone annoyed about FIFA <laughs> with and gone, let's do the opposite of that and see if people want yeah, it. But- and I'm intrigued by it. I Isn't like there that
3: people. crowd who actually just really love Ultimate Team though, love putting down the cash, you know, to get
2: their favourite? I'm sure. I don't know. I'm sure. I'm I, sure they'd love to do it without spending the cash. Yeah.
1: Honestly, though, do you feel like that's the crowd they're trying to win over? Or do you no, feel like they're trying I, to win after like traditional, like football game fans? You just yeah. want to play yeah. the core game. There'll be a
2: lapse of the Do you know what? I think. What. Pez, I keep calling it Pez. It's called E Football now. It's a stupid name, E Football. but have really um, They're going free to play this year, but they're launching essentially as a demo yeah. soon. And right. I don't know if you saw the news article today. They're not even launching with all the actual gameplay abilities in the game. That was
1: mental. Like, I watched some that of thing. the
2: animations aren't included. <laughs> Wait, it's what for E Football? Yeah, it was like yeah.
1: what was it like? There's gonna- oh, the type of striking where it's like sharp or some sharp. What, it's, yeah, it's, basically- missing, it's missing animations.
2: It's missing gameplay like mechanics yeah. even that will be patched like weeks into the game. That They're launching it in mad. such a weird state, it seems like. I just don't have a good feeling about that yeah. game. And they yeah. say it's free to play, but it sounds like you have to pay if you want like Master League on top of it and stuff like that. So right. I have a feeling there's gonna be a lot of unhappy Pro Evo fans and I, maybe they'll hmm. be looking for a new so, game.
1: I more understand that part, but what I think is the free game should be the core football experience that you can play and have fun and then all the other modes are things that you can bolt on i guess i kind mm-hmm. of understand that but advertising features gameplay features and then saying this is coming later so the actual first one that release is not like the actual no. built game it's like that you're essentially
2: bad. launching an early access or a yeah. beta version of the game like i feel like that just doesn't make sense it's for very a very i don't but, know what yeah. they're doing with I don't know what they're doing over at Kanaan. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, maybe UFL will catch some of these people that mm. are kind of drifting from these games. Um, no idea when this is coming out. Mm. They haven't said that. The big before. question
1: that I imagine yes. audience might have, and I have, that I'm sure you've got the answer to, is there any mm. licensed players, teams, what's going on?
2: Mm, they haven't really delved into that. So I don't know how the team and li- league licensing is going to work because FIFA pretty much have that locked up yeah um they have announced they're working with thief pro who are like the player representatives and they've got i think five thousand or so real life players they're gonna have in the game so i'm kind of in my head envisioning it's almost like and they're kind of saying it's mixed with like real life stuff Okay. In a weird way. So I'm almost thinking you create your own club, like your virtual team in this game, in this online environment, but then you get real players to play for you. So I think there may be real players, but right. no real actual clubs or leagues. I'm just theorising here and like speculating. It's all
1: a bit mocky right now, isn't it? Like um, Manchester United mm-hmm. with Football Manager have got a weird thing this season coming up, yeah. they, where mm-hmm. they can't use the club name anymore and stuff. It's like, yeah, it's, oh. it's all, there's so much money involved in all yeah. this.
3: I want to ask, is this like a brand new studio developing this?
2: Yes, so they're a brand new studio, they're called Strikers Inc and they're dotted all around Europe they've got offices in like Cyprus, Ukraine Lithuania uh, Belarus I I, I think.
3: I don't know if you would have the answer but I kind of just want to know what their kind of like pedigree or history is because obviously Mm -hmm. trying to go against FIFA or eFootball that's like a monumental task Mm, and whether or not they have, I don't know, the know-how to even do that. Like
2: Like they they talk a good game to be fair to them and yeah. <laughs> i don't know i don't know what their actual development pedigree is behind it mm. but like i said they've been developing this for 5 years already they've still got no proper gameplay to show off so yeah. who knows where it's going but they they seem to be going about it the right way and i don't it's intriguing more than anything i i hmm. you know who knows what like because the key to any football game really is how well does it play yeah if it plays well on the pitch then people will play it, especially if it's free to play so e- even if it doesn't Obviously, have
3: all the players that you want just the core gameplay as well i mean I think,
2: p- so it might have the players but i don't know because like I picture it's is like the know. same
3: kind of situation like as a wrestling game the core game gameplay can be there and it could be perfect but people still want to play as their uh, favorites there's a couple of
1: um caveats that one is if you've got sort of um create like an editor you can add your things because a lot of mm. games, there's a lot of wrestling games like that where if you put an editor in the game, then people will just make it all. And yeah. Pairs, like people yeah. just make the kits and the teams and stuff. But uh, yeah, I would say with Pairs, like at its peak, it would, didn't have like all the team names and stuff. And people okay. like that was the most popular football game at that time. So yeah, I don't yeah. think it necessarily always matters. Obviously it's nice to have, but like Card is right. The core, like, is this fun to play? is like the most yeah. important thing.
2: Mm-hmm. We'll see. It's intriguing. We'll, hopefully learn more of it i don't know when they've not really announced when it's coming out if there's going to be a beta or anything but yeah keep your eyes on ufl which i haven't actually got official confirmation i think it stands for ultimate football league that yeah. would be my best guess <laughs> it's kind of close it to isn't that i'd like to know
1: nfl and ufc isn't it
2: as well? yeah it's, it's an in-between they know what yeah. they're doing there i think <laughs> um but yeah it's it. an odd one. It's an intriguing one. Uh, that's all we're going to talk about from ONL. Why don't we talk about some games you can actually play now? Because yeah. that's much more exciting. You two boys, I believe, have been playing a lot. I'm very jealous. I haven't got to play it yet, and I believe you've even finished it. Aliens Fire Team Elite.
1: Oh, more than finished it, mate. Played one it. What an experience. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, Aliens Fire Team Elite is a uh, third-person multiplayer, like three-player. Multiplayer shooter that's split up into four mini campaigns, each with three mission, twenty minute, minute missions each. That kind of built in, like the way the Avengers is like game is like if, for repairability. You want to go back and get your hidden crates, get new gear, earn more points, try on different difficult levels, try new operators. That's a vibe. There's like yeah. five classes to choose from and yeah it's all based in the the alien world but um it also dips its toe into other films in the series as well i don't think it's a spoiler because i'm pretty sure they showed it in the um trailer there's uh there's prometheus elements in there mm. as well which i when i found out it makes it extra interesting because we've never really had a game involved in like prometheus nah. or before yeah. it's always and bit...
2: prometheus is a perfectly good film before people yeah say, i oh, like prometheus, prometheus. yeah Prometheus. Although when I was
1: playing, when we were playing, because me, Jesse, and Matt were playing together, Matt every now and again was slagging Prometheus. So I like watch it, mate. <laughs> I like Prometheus. <laughs> good. So. Anyway, um yeah. so yeah, because normally Alien games like Isolation is purely like inspired by Alien, uh, mm-hmm. Colonial mm-hmm. Marines. Despite what you think of it, is purely inspired by aliens. <laughs> yes. Whereas this one seems to take elements from all of the games and series. Obviously, it's headlined with aliens, so that's kind yeah. of it's very much about the Colonial Marine experience. Mm. but it takes elements from all in the series. Um, I think it's... I've had a few people ask me about this game and I would say, they say, is it worth playing? And I say, if you're a fan of Aliens and you've got friends to play with 100%, like this is a really fun game to play with friends. It's like, it's got all the visuals, all the sound effects, all the Easter eggs and references that you'd want, all the weapons that you'd want as well. And they put you in fun situations. However, if you play, playing it on your own...
3: It's a bit of a slog.
1: Well, it's, it feels pointless. Like, yeah, so you're yeah, playing it really with does. you're playing with two synth characters who back you up, but there's just there's not. They play as the most basic rank. All they've got is a grenade. That's the only. And everyone yeah. else is so there's different classes. There's demolisher. There's technician. There's a doc, and they all have their different abilities. Like um, technician can put down turrets. Uh, demolisher has like the super smart gun. You know what, like Vasquez has in Aliens. Yeah, yeah. And uh, other gadgets and stuff, and the doc obviously has healing stuff. So you're complementing each other with a class, and you're working you, together.
3: You, you don't get any of that in None the single that. player experience, though, because like, I what I thought would have been a brilliant idea was that you know the first mission your synth teammates, you know, basic rank, and then you move on to the second mission. Maybe they have you know a bit of updated gear to reflect you know your rank progressing. Yes. But you don't have any of that. It is like the base standard AI yeah. throughout every single mission, and it really does not lend itself to making aliens fire team elite an enjoyable experience when yeah. your ai are you know <laughs> dumb as a bag of bricks like in in fun. the
1: moment aliens is absolutely it will su- not surprise you when i tell you this to say that after you finish again, the game there's a horde mode and locks as well um because in its moment the best moment it creates is there'll be these several parts and levels where you've got this button to activate something and once you do that you know waves are coming at you yeah and it will always mm-hmm. warn you about this and you've go okay you've got A little bit of time here to prepare, set down some traps, set down turrets, work out your positions, how you're going to work together as a team, and then it will unleash the waves on you. And that, they're so good at creating that moment, you know, in Aliens, when the alien Mm. first comes out of the wall and they're being overwhelmed with them all. At creating that moment and that feel of like this frantic energy. It's so good at replicating that and with yeah. but you you need your friends to be playing with you to do that so you can all combine your powers and work together. So yeah. it's like I would say honestly, playing on your own is like a joyless experience yeah, in this it's, game.
3: It's as if you're playing like it's not as good as like if you're playing Left 4 Dead by yourself, but you know, if you're if you have a group of mates who, you know, love playing World War Z or Left for Dead cop and you know you enjoy going against hordes of zombies. And just you know, you like aliens, then yeah. you should definitely check this game out. It's kind of like a, just a cheap and cheerful
1: yeah. experience with mates. I, w- I would say, like the first time I started playing it, it, I wasn't sure about it. It felt yeah, like I think they don't do a great job of setting up the threat of aliens to begin mm. with. Like when you first experience, you experience them like thirty seconds into a level, and they just start coming at you, and it's like there's no <laughs> build up, and they go down. Yeah, the, that's.
2: Th- that's the thing about aliens the threat of them is the scariest bit like knowing they're there well it's the yeah.
1: exact opposite to isolation right it's like where it's yeah. like that is all about avoiding this one alien whereas in this one they come at you and waves and they go down like as easy and back for the load of zombies go down they go down yeah. that easy
2: yeah, yeah that's yeah. not how xenomorphs hunt they kind of stalk and suddenly yeah. yeah. like kind of yeah
3: that's thing like everyone knows how like a xenomorph or an alien is meant to operate because then you know in all the films, it's always like, oh, these are the perfect organism, and Alien Isolation was a great showcase of how lethal and scary an alien can be. Yeah. And I know Aliens, the film, is easier to adapt into a game because it's, yeah. you know, like I said, it's basically Left for Dead because of all the action. But the tension isn't really there in Aliens, unless you're playing on a harder difficulty. So
1: that's where the tension comes. So it definitely, I think it gets a lot better as it goes, because there's obviously tons of variety in terms of the Aliens. They've got big boss ones that come at you. And sometimes they'll send multiples of those at you, swarming at you. And then it becomes frantic and chaotic. And it's like, there's a great tension there but the, the i don't think it makes a great first impression is what i'm trying to get
3: no, at I, honestly uh, yeah. like the only campaign i thoroughly enjoyed was the final one cuz that to me felt closer to aliens the film than anything else cuz there's, yeah. there's times where you know you might be fighting aliens in broad daylight and to me that doesn't feel right cuz you can see everything there's like there's no there's oh. no sneak or no. Like, there's, like there's just no tension to that when i'm fighting them in broad daylight
1: i would say loosely there's four campaigns and the four campaigns uh, not chronologically, but tend to be themed around a film. Like, yeah. a, not necessarily their story, because it's a different story, but in their presentation and what you're doing. And mm-hmm. yeah, the fourth campaign is definitely the Aliens campaign, you know, or yeah. the second half of Aliens campaign, sort of thing. And that was spectacular. Like, we, um, me and you were playing together, Jesse, and like,
0: yeah. we,
1: we were talking about what it could be. And like, I just remember how panicky we were at that last mission, <laughs> just trying to get everything ready. And yeah. Like, deal with all these waves coming at us and i mean it was really good
3: yeah and you can speak to this you can tell how excited i was during that final mission compared to the rest of the campaigns we play through because that really felt like yeah this is alien this is what aliens fire team elite should be that yeah. final so section of the campaign you've said
2: like these campaigns and that's like the aliens one just to be clear these aren't the actual plots of the film no no no, no, no uh,
1: when no. i say that i mean uh like presentation wise like the, the okay. area you're in and the kind of the enemies you're mm-hmm. dealing with and things like that. Uh, only loosely. Like, don't take that to the bank. This is just me, like, yeah. playing the game thinking, oh, this one feels like Prometheus. This one feels like Alien, okay. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. There is, there's tons of Easter eggs in the world and things like Intel to find, which, like, I oh, I don't want to say what it is. But I picked one yeah. up last night that uh, said something about what, in, what happens in one of the films and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. there is, like, they've scattered the world in there. But this is a world that exists after aliens and they everyone knows about xenomorphs and mm-hmm. xenomorphs have taken over all these areas and you're being tasked to go and deal with them or okay. get people out or rescue someone or whatever that sort
2: of that's i was looking forward to playing i'm still gonna play it. i'll probably play it with some friends like you said yeah. i'm not gonna play it on my own and i think well, that's all it needs to be for me is like solid enough stu- shooting and for them just to get the look and I think more importantly the sounds yes. right oh the sounds aliens. are incredible yeah
1: yeah um, they are They are really good at building the threat with the sounds as well. Because obviously, you've got your your scanner as well. You've got all those noises. That works as Mm. like your mini map sort of thing. But then you've got the sounds of the pulse rifle as well. Yeah. Um, Even down to
3: like different alien types, because there are different alien types. You have the standard kind of, you know, like dog shaped one from aliens, which is really fast and tiny. Then you have the actual alien from alien, which is kind of like, you know, this big bruiser that just like beelines to you. And then you have a few other varieties as well. And you end up learning, like, you know, what these coloured dots mean on your radar, yes. how each of them sound and stuff. So it's like, oh, no, now we have a big, like, big fuck-off alien coming towards you now. You start to get ready for They've stuff 100% like
1: 100% been inspired by, like, Left 4 Dead and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, there yeah. is definitely, no yeah, like big themed aliens which have different tactics that you have to deploy. Some of them, like, from a lore perspective, don't make any sense yeah. whatsoever, <laughs> but as a... As one, a
2: with, one with a little hat that just laughs. <laughs> but ones
1: <laughs> that, like, imagine. are going beyond then their nature and like what they've been presented in the film. But as a game, it's a fun it, mechanic because it mixes it up and he's like, okay, yeah, now yeah. we've got to go, okay, we've been doing this to deal with this type, but we've got a different type coming at us now. And we've got to take that out while the other types still coming at us.
3: Yeah. Some uh, of them are like way more video gamey than what you would have yes. seen in the alien films.
1: But nice. The, I'm into it. You can't I can't say enough good things about the presentation of the game though. It just mm. as a fan, a massive fan of Aliens, like, literally got the posters behind mm-hmm. my head right here. Like <laughs> yeah. Um the it's second to none in terms of that. I just it's not Alien Isolation. <laughs> get that in mind. Yeah. Think it's of it, a different sort of game. Yeah, it, think yeah. of it as more yeah. like back for blood with, with Aliens and that's the sort of vibe you get.
2: Nice. I think it's only 30 35 quid as well so it's not even like a full priced
1: Game.
3: Yeah, it's yeah, nice. like make make sure to and play it with mates and stuff cuz like it does have matchmaking you can play with randos yes. and there is voice chat but you you want to have you know two other mates with you to really make it a good time.
1: 100%. And also nice. they've said um they're releasing more campaigns for free as well, as it goes. Nice, oh, uh, cool. So that'd be like, I'm sure every, me, especially me and Jesse and whoever else is still playing it. Like every time they release a new <laughs> campaign, we we'll are probably diving in to play that. So
2: yeah. The aliens versus predator map. Oh, well, done, uh, none of that. They've already done AVP <laughs> <laughs> games. Let them rest. Get it. Go in. Start the train. That's one of my guilty pressures. Uh, yeah, guilty pleasures. I don't
1: mind the first Alien verse. I, mean, like, I it's, it's mad to me. They say I mean, was, Jesse, didn't you ask stuff. me once? Like you weren't, you were unsure. Like you thought it was actually like core part of the series as well.
3: Well, I, no, but like they are. Like, obviously, the paths have crossed with them, like, from the films to the games and comics.
1: I think it's like a joke thing when you say, like, it's canon, it's lore, and I, like, as a fan, refuse to accept them as that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the thing. I don't even know if they are, but, like, you look at Aliens Fighting Elite, and with every Alien game that comes out, they're always saying, this is canon now. They did the same Mm -hmm. thing for Colonial Marines, so that piece of shit is canon, and all the (laughs) new Aliens in Fighting Elite are canon. I don't know if people care about Aliens canon. Not really. I don't think. I don't, I don't
2: anyway. I think some people do. I don't know. I, like, I say AV Pre is a uh, guilty pleasure. I, I saw it once 15 years ago and I remember thinking it was all right. So, I would say, know. like,
1: one final bold statement is, um, for how well Alien Isolation represented Alien, I think mm-hmm. this does an equal job of representing Aliens as, like, That's what what that sense. film is all about, you know? Yeah. like. mm mm-hmm. I would, I would say that that's bold, but
2: yeah. Oh, he's done it though. He's gone there. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about another game that's an altogether different vibe. Psychonauts two, Jesse. You've already yes. played through. I believe you've played through it twice already. Jeez. Yes, you little I have, keen like... beaver boy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: this. So, do you like? Do you, Do you two lot know much about Psychonauts? So and I, those games? it
2: totally passed me by the first time, but. It's weird to me because I really liked Tim Schafer stuff and I mm. like double fine as well. I just never played Psychonauts One, um, yeah, but Psychonauts Two is just getting endless like critical praise, mm. so yeah. I will definitely be, I've already got it downloaded on Xbox game Pass so <laughs> that's the um, playing like,
3: it. I mean, obviously I haven't spoken much about it at all, yet, but to have a game like Psychonauts Two on Game Pass where you can just get you know a month or three months for like one quid and then be able to play a game like this. It's fucking mind-blowing, man, but in case you don't know what Psychonauts is about, you play as uh, a psychic 10-year-old called Rasputin, whose family is a group of traveling acrobats, and one day, and this is during the first game, Ras runs away from home to join a group known as the Psychonauts, who are like a group of international spies slash mind investigators and fixers. It's like a very psychedelic, trippy game. It makes sense. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's so bizarre, man, but it's. I think it's been, what, 15, 16 years since mm. Psychonauts 1? Something like that. And mm-hmm. the it's time, a real cult game,
2: isn't
3: it? Yeah. Yeah, but I only played it for the first time maybe two years ago, but I really, really enjoyed it, because you just don't see many action platformers that actually you know, handle themselves quite well these yeah. days.
1: It's a Shaper joint, isn't it, as well? That's like, yeah. You know, most but of these games are cult games.
3: But with Psychonauts 2, I know there's a lot of people who might not be... Uh, we were a little bit worried trying to jump in, because it has been, you know, for so many years ago since the last game mm-hmm. came out. But Psychonauts 2 only takes place a couple of days after the first game, despite being 16 years um, afterwards. <laughs> and thankfully, Psychonauts 2 does a good job, you know, catching the players up from what happened on the first game oh, nice. and the VR spinoff. Okay. Because um, it has like a little nice cinematic at the opening. <clears throat> but just gameplay aside for now, the, the story around Raz himself, the way it unravels, it's like a, it's a really personal story and just... I. I don't think I've played many Double Fine games for, but the writing of Tim Schafer and that team, it's really, really just enjoyable he's, and, and he's lovely. He's one of the best. He is known, yeah, in for that, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's weird because the game feels a little bit old school. You know, it's been in development for, I think, five years ago, you know, crowdfunded a while back. Um, but it's it's old school, but not really in a frustrating way. Sometimes okay. it's a little bit unprecise when you're platforming. Sometimes the com- combat can be a little bit finicky, but overall, the package itself, you know, from the characters to the abilities you're using when you're, you know, going against these varieties of enemies and just the world specifically, because you're traveling into different people's minds like each mission, it just feels like such a creative and just refreshing game. How I different, mean, I've I finished it twice.
1: How modern and different does it feel to the first one? Because it's like 16 years later.
3: I feel like it's... It's going to sound weird, but... It, I played Mario sixty four recently again, just to kind of just refresh my mind because I wanted to go back to Odyssey. And I'm not saying it's a jump from like Mario sixty four to Odyssey, but they both control well.
1: I get it. enough. I, they feel yeah. like they've got the same DNA, but this is a modern yes. like take on it. So. Yeah,
3: exactly. Yeah. And you know, just the characters they're interactive interacting with. Like for me, I fell in love with them instantly, and the game itself it's, it, it has enough of like that kind of modern formula to not make it just to make it quite enticing hmm. when you're playing. And all these psychedelic like psychedelic levels that just they're so, like, engaging. And this one's for you as well, Dale. Like, there's so many collectibles, and they're all so yeah, fucking no good. Like, I did my, like, first playthrough of just going through it normally just for work and stuff, and then my second playthrough collected everything. And I never well, do that. Well, we're talking
2: about collectibles here. This is an important. And I know you know this question's coming now, Dale. It's free on Game Pass. Are you going to pay for it to get the Platinum? Because it is on PlayStation. Or are you just going to play it for free? There's a Platinum there waiting for you to right. you.
1: Yes, I'm in a very privileged position where I've got an Xbox as well, but my Xbox is in my office, my PlayStation is in my living mm. room, and I like playing games mm. in my living room. You
3: like having it separate, yeah? Work and play. I, but to be different.
1: fair though, I do need to boot up my Xbox because I really want to play 12 minutes as well. So what oh, I yeah. do is just do boot up mm. that, get 12 yeah. minutes, get a few other games at the same time, and like spend some time blasting through. these I'll
2: games. I'll briefly talk about 12 minutes later, but yeah, I kind of said I enjoyed it last week. I've got different thoughts
1: Ooh. now. Banner um. <laughs> in the works. I still want to play it anyway, just to see. What yeah, it's yeah. Like.
3: Yeah, but like I was saying, with, with Psychonauts, if, if you enjoy action platformers and you've never played the first game, don't feel too stressed out or worried, especially if you're on Xbox, because like I said, a lot of people have Game Pass, especially if you're on Xbox, and it's just, I feel like it's such a good game. It feels so, yep. it felt so refreshing to play, especially since, I know, I, I dived into Aliens with Dale and I was feeling a bit flat with that until I got to the end of it and then jumping into That's Psychonauts. if you
2: play
1: with Dale. <laughs> hey! But, I was having if, a good time. <laughs> I was
3: having a good time as well. I just want to re- no, you, reiterate that. You were yeah. right, though.
1: Like it, it, back to Aliens for a brief second, but it does start off slow. And once you get into the rhythm of, like, towards the end of the game, we were, like, wanted more, and then we were going back for Horde mode, now we've just gone back and played some more levels yeah. again and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's definitely it's, something that picks up. Anyway, back to Psychonauts. But, yeah, yeah, Psychonauts
3: 2, I think, overall, it's a sequel to an already great game, but Psychonauts 2 is just made better. You know, the worlds are a joy to explore, the collectibles are fun, and they to your character's progression because it like beefs you up and you level up in this game and collect pins that can alter your abilities as well and just the story's interesting as well because it's a nice personal story that covers subjects oh. that you don't really see tackled in games that look like that
2: nice it just looks appealing as well like we we're talking about with uh docky vl it just looks colorful yeah. and bright and fun to look at mm. like sometimes yeah. you need a bit of that because a lot of games can just be quite Dark. To look at. Maybe it's just the games and films I'm attracted I was gonna to. Say, to. Often yeah. Quite dark. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> I, uh, I like a bit of color every now and then.
1: Uh, I mean, I'm really looking
3: forward to. You, jumping you, so, in. you certainly get that with each levels because you know sometimes they're colorful, sometimes they're creepy, and sometimes they have different art styles entirely. Like it's, it's just a great
2: yeah, game. You said How long, long is, you've done is it? it? Twice already. That's exactly what I was going to ask. How long does it? <laughs> it take? took
3: me I think eleven hours on my first playthrough, and weirdly enough, even shorter on my second, despite me collecting everything well, it's not weird you
1: know what you're doing
3: I, I know but like i didn't know where all the collectibles were but like i yeah, yeah. like it's mm-hmm. just a fucking good game you need to play it if you got a game pass. i'm gonna I'm play. just
1: saying
2: it <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely gonna play it um i've actually got a week off next week which i i haven't had for that, a long time yeah, so blasted. i'm looking forward to that i'd, I'd
3: love to hear your thoughts on it because mm. i don't think anyone well, you won't hear on the
2: podcast next week because i won't be on it so. <laughs> uh, um yeah it seems like a glowing endorsement from Jesse Gomez. And if you don't like the game, just tell him you hate it. And uh, have <laughs> go. Honestly,
3: if, if someone doesn't like it and listens to the podcast, I would like to know why they didn't like it. Because I've, yeah. I've seen glowing reviews, and it'll just be interesting to hear a different opinion.
4: There okay. we
2: go. Uh, IGN underscore UK here at IGN.com. as usual. We could be we could do with some different emails actually because yes. feel like we're running low on the British sitcom suggestions. <laughs> now we've we've appreciated all of them. Just Don't bring back wrong. the
3: crisps in and then we'll get all the viewers back. And yeah, stuff.
2: we need more more crisps chat. Uh, I had the I had some of my favourites today. The Walkers Max Paprika flavour. They may be my favourite. Chris, they're up there. I had some Pringles we like the other skip. day.
3: Just nice standard. It's nice Good. to go back to the original. Very sometime. nice.
2: Uh, one more, I think we're not going to talk about long for this one, but um, Jesse, you've had a chance to go hands-on with Riders Republic, mm. which is out, I think, early next year, is it? I think it's open beta right now yes. until, yeah, I
3: think happened until for the, the 28th,
2: which is Saturday, so it's come day. You have a day to play it if you want to play uh, the <laughs> yeah. open beta for Riders Republic. It looks kind of exactly what I thought it would be, which is yeah. kind of... An extreme sports version of Forza Horizon, but with even more annoying characters. Yeah, it is
3: pretty much that. And this is what hit me straight away when I got into the game: is that Riders Republic and its tone. It's just very like, bro, dude, we're all mates. I love Instagram and shite Like, hey, you want to have a mushroom mushroom burger, bro? Because we're all about that shit. Like, it's all, it's all it's all that kind of <laughs> stuff. We go get
2: mushroom burgers. Mushroom, mushroom burger.
3: burgers are mentioned heavily during the beta. Really.
2: And okay. I just
3: enough. I don't know if it's just me because like all that all that kind of tone, it just I feel I very you were a jaded. Guy.
2: Oh, God. It just Move feels on. so
3: obnoxious. It feels so obnoxious when you get in, and it's like the the most annoying parts of Forza Horizon. That's why I like Forza Motorsport because it's just it's the good you racing. You prefer and
2: motorsport to Horizon, bad.
1: but no, that's, that's I like the classic that's racing That's, <laughs> that's Jesse's IMO though, isn't it like he's very a technical guy. Oh. That's why he like flight simulators. It's just I love Forza Horizon. Overbearing tone.
2: Yeah, if I could. Well, and you can turn off the nonsense story and radio chatter, to yeah. be fair, but it looks like Riders Republic just throws all that in your face.
3: Yeah, I mean, even, like, you know, aside from the opening cutscene and stuff, the first race is very thought to horizon. You know, you're jumping from sport to sport in different locations, doing, like, a little mini tour of the map once you right. jump in. And being thrown in, it all felt a little bit clunky at first. Like, the bike, because I was playing with a controller and stuff during the beta on my PC, I was like, felt like I was controlling the tank at first. I was like, this feels dreadful it wasn't it didn't feel very responsive i couldn't turn quick enough and stuff um but once you're settled in it just it feels fine and you know cardi mentioned it riders Republic is meant to be a large open world you know sport playground you're going to be using bikes skis snowboards rocket wings paragliders and a bunch of other stupid shit as well um Mm. but none of them to me feel particularly fantastic in terms of response and that's the exact opposite of what you want where in a game where you know that's the key focus it's like e football missing components and shit. It doesn't make sense.
1: I gotta say, Jesse, I um I was like kind of interested in Riders Republic and then I heard you and Matt talking about it. And I was like, actually maybe fuck <laughs> it. But then uh <laughs> um I watched your gameplay video where you did the sixty four player race. Yeah and, oh, that looks mad. And then it's, but then you're also like switching on the fly to different like transport modes. Um, yeah. I think I thought it pretty good. <laughs> I thought <laughs> like I could have fun I'm with sure, that. sure it is fun it is, for you. Yeah it, yeah, so.
3: yeah this is the thing. It's once you've settled down to the controls and you kind of understand it, because just being thrown in, especially when they don't feel particularly responsive, it can be a bit off-putting. But the multi-sport events, the mass race events, which is the Mm. 64-player, you know, Mm -hmm. like multi-sport races, they are fun because, you know, you're like, you start off in a bike and you're nailing those landings like when you're flying off a mountain and then suddenly... You know, you're in a snowboard doing cool flips to try and get your points up, or avoiding you know 63 other people. Yeah, it's like fucking. Oh, how did I describe it? Um, it's like full guys just yes, fucking it, ten bike. times madder. <laughs> um, but th- this is what's this is what frustrates me a little bit because you know with Mario Kart, every other cart in your way feels like a proper physical presence within the race. You know, right, if you yeah. even Collision bump into detection. another cart, it's like you know huge ramifications and stuff <laughs> for Mario Kart. But with Riders of Republic, you don't. You don't really get that. It doesn't really feel like a threat, other than a tree that's coming three hundred miles. Yeah, I mean, in your that would face. if in a it 64 player
2: race, that would be it. yeah. Everyone's I know, but yeah. it would this be is the horrible. thing.
3: Like, it, it should either go in one extreme or the other. Because at first, like half of it is a bit floaty and unresponsive, and the other is you know a little bit fun. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I don't think it's all there. I think yeah.
2: pe- I think people enjoy it. It'll do all right. Like it's similar. Yeah, it reminds me of like a play when the crew two came out i played a few Mm. hours i was like all right i get this kind of switching vehicles on the fly it's fun for a few hours you explore the map and then you don't play again but then you look and like millions of people play this game i don't know who they are (laughs) who are the crew two players out there um i mean like
3: i think it's a it's a sort of aliens fighting thing where it is fun and i don't think it goes beyond that for me um and it's got pvp modes as well which I've honestly never been a big fan of when it comes to racing, Mm. like racing sport games. So one of them is like a trick battle where you're split into a team of two and it's a small map and they're split into sections. So one person, like one team has to do more tricks in another part of the map to kind of claim that section of the map for them. It's kind of like a King of the Hill scenario. Um, It just all felt a little bit like this is okay. Yeah, Like the mass race was the highlight, but even that can be a bit frustrating. I I would
1: say you never really strike me as like a, a sports game sort of, guy i could really i like
3: ssx and stuff or yeah ssx and yeah i could
1: really tell it was your gameplay by the way when it was like <laughs> on bikes and snowboarding, it was like so pa and then as soon as you got your little <laughs> jetpack wingsuit thing you were like flying going past people and i was like he plays flight simulator <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: grab yourself a mushroom burger for extra speed boost that's what you missed out you should have had the mushroom burger yeah absolutely uh, yeah okay that's enough right it's public it's not you know Yes, I don't please. have anything to say about Riders Public. <laughs> what I do have is a lot to say about the Forgotten City. You may have heard about this game. It's been picking up traction. It came out a few weeks ago. Mm. Um and it's one of the best games I have played all year. I Is this the played, Skyrim
3: mod thing that started? It started originally
2: as that, so now it's a full game. And I've played about five hours and I've got there's multiple endings and there's four different endings you can get, and I've got two of them including like the big canon in quotation marks ending Um, yeah i think it only meant to take five to seven hours so it's not an overly long game i think it's only 20 25 quid and it's just a really good game and i said i was going to mention 12 minutes because 12 minutes is a similar game in a way that it's a mystery puzzle game set on a time loop whereas the more i played 12 minutes the more I say the more, the less I liked it and I ended up not really liking it at all. I just don't think it's a very, like... I felt frustrated as I went along with 12 Minutes. And And some of the themes, I'm not personally offended by the themes or anything. I've seen a lot of films and stuff that broaches subjects they talk about. I just think it's a badly told story. I just don't think it's a very good story. And ultimately not rewarding on a gameplay level. And I found it quite joyless in the end. Altogether, (laughs) I didn't like it very much. But The Forgotten City is the complete opposite. I said it's one of the best games I've played all year. It's on, it is a puzzle game set on a time loop, but it's a much more forgiving time loop in as much as you're pretty much in control of that time loop. You trigger when the loop starts. Exactly. Like, there is a time when the loop will end, but it's basically a full day cycle, which is near, it feels like near an hour. It's at least half an hour the loop. Like, you have plenty of time to take your time because the game is all about talking to people, really, and finding out what's going on in this city. And the main. I'm not going to say because I don't want to spoil any of the twists or turns mm. this game mm. takes, because it's not a particularly challenging game. like you're, it's very it gives you basically objectives. It tells you what you need to be doing and who you need to be talking to. But basically the story is you are a person, you just wake on a riverbank and you talk to someone and they're like basically go into this city, like there was someone else who woke up with you that went into the city, go and try and find them basically. And then you just basically kind of fall down this hole in this well <laughs> under the ground in right. the wake in this forgotten city, and you just walk around around this city, and you realize there's just golden statues everywhere. And as you walk past them, you just hear this creaking. And it took me a second to realise it's that thing of when you walk past them, their heads turn and they're looking at you. Whenever you turn around, (laughs) it's got that creepy sort of, uh, is it the weeping angels from Mm. Doctor Who sort of thing? So it's got that creepy sort of vibe. And then you just come into this city and it's like it's, you've basically been transported back in time to the Roman age. And you're in this forgotten city and it's a Roman city underground, essentially, with lots of Roman people and you talk to the kind of the leader the mayor the magistrate of this town and he basically explains that there's this golden rule in this city which means this is meant to be basically a utopia like a place where no sin is allowed and to stop that happening if anyone in the whole of this city commits a sin everyone in the city dies or is turned to gold essentially that's yeah. actually and and really you, sick you're premise. basically given the t- you are told at the end of this day someone is committing a sin and you have to find out who that person is and tell him
3: that sounds like genuinely and it goes
2: (laughs) all sorts of places from there which i'm not going to go but that is the Mm. main premise it's a really good hook for a game and you basically just have to go around talk to people work out maybe a way to escape work out what's going on you can choose what path there's four different endings and kind of four completely different ways you can kind of try and do this yeah and i've done two of them both good endings one a lot stronger than the other which yeah and i don't want to say anything more really other than if Mm. you're intrigued by that like play it and it's a lot of just talking to people and working things out there's not a there's a little bit of like one path you go down does have a bit of action to it but apart from that it's pretty you know chilled out game to play
3: you mentioned it's a lot of talking. What are the performances yes. like? Because that's obviously they're going to good. be the main thing. They're They're solid.
2: Okay. Like I wasn't put off. You can t- see like the Skyrim mod. Like it's it's not a bad looking game by any means. But like the face ones, they they look like upred Skyrim models. Right. They kind yeah, of yeah. move and talk like that. It's not off-putting anyway. It's just a very good story and a very good mystery to solve and i had a great time of it
1: you said um mm. at one point that you can restart that you're in control of yes. the time loop so if you get so far and you're like oh fuck this one i'm gonna start again you can just
2: so you can commit it. you can commit a, basically yeah you can you can be the one who commits the sin if you want and oh, basically nice. oh, the so time cool. the time loop i don't want to say i don't want to say like that's how you trigger the time loop okay. that's how you start again essentially
1: Um, you sold it
3: to me I I didn't check anything about Mm -hmm. this game other than seeing tweets where it's like this is based on neither did I basically
2: I went yeah. I just saw a lot of people saying if you didn't like 12 minutes play this because it's a Mm. lot better version and I agree completely what are you playing it on? I played it on Playstation 5 it's on PC consoles I think it is coming to Switch but it's not on Switch yet but yeah you've sold uh, me on the premise because that sounds very very cool and like I said Five hours, I've done the main ending, and I've still got two more endings. I want to see uh, what happens. Quite an obtainable platinum, I think, Dale. There are some things you'll have to do over no, and over no, again. No,
3: Had me in platinum. <laughs> yeah. he'll, he'll skip um, all the dialogue for the trophy. He doesn't care.
1: No, yeah. not in this sort of game, I wouldn't. If I need to watch <laughs> no. the dialogue, it depends yeah, on the sort of game, it. you know. Yeah,
2: exactly. If it's Borderlands, yeah, I'd
1: skip the dialogue. I, so, I can't <laughs>
2: recommend The Forgotten City enough. Uh, and yeah, don't read up about it. Just Just jump in and... Jump into The Forgotten Sea. Um Very and excited. I've got one more recommendation, which I'm sure a lot of people will have watched already, especially if you are an American, because The White Lotus has been on TV for weeks now, and we only just got it here, I think, a week or so ago on Now TV, because it's a HBO programme, only six oh, okay. episodes, a limited series, like one and done story, which is sometimes great for TV, just, you know, a season and done. But... um if you don't know the premise of this show I had a very good time of it it's kind of a dark comedy satire drama and it's set on this Hawaiian resort and it's about all these guests that are at this resort for a week or so and they also have the cool hook within and I'm not spoiling anything here it's within the first two minutes of the show they show one character who at the end of the journey so they do a, a time thing where it starts right at the end of the trip and one guy goes Like, how was your holiday? And he just goes, like, oh, it was awful. Like, someone died. And then it goes back to the start of the holiday. So you're spending the whole of the Mm. rest of the season going, which one of these many characters is going to end up dead, basically. And it's just all these interconnected stories. It's quite darkly funny. It's like, it's a big satire, basically, Mm. on Largely on white privilege, I think, and just how horrible a lot of people can be. But yeah, it's quite darkly funny, and it's quite an easy watch at the same time. Although it it gets a little dub it's it's at the same time quite funny. But it's only six episodes and done. So is it? Are they you've got an are hour, TV?
1: Are they an hour long? Forty five minutes? Yeah, like
2: fifty thing? minutes. Yeah, okay. that sort of thing. Yeah,
1: sounds I'd recommend good. it. Yeah, uh, the that.
2: White Lotus, if you haven't watched it,
1: it sounds quite
3: cool.
2: Yeah, it's very good. Those are my recommendations for the week. Uh Shall we do an Endless Search? Yeah. Inside. Is a UK IGN crew. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And the ones and twos. got the games going to play for you. Inside. I've got a question for you. Hold up the DJ. We're coming through. Yeah. Yeah. And the ones and twos. got the games going to play for you. Inside. Yeah. I've got a question for you.
2: Is it in the search? God, Dale's up for an end this search, Hell isn't yeah. he? He couldn't be more excited for this. Um, I have done one here, which is kind of a, a riff on one we've done in the past, but not for a while. It's the translation game. So what I've done oh. here is I've picked... I've got nine game tiles here, because I thought, do an odd number, because then there's no tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. So I don't need one. Um, nine video games here that I've translated their title from English to Serbian to Swahili... To Spanish and back to English. Ooh. And this is what they've come out as. It's gonna start quite easy because they're gonna get more and more ridiculous as they go <laughs> on. Some of them are quite funny, the <laughs> translations. So uh into it. should be I'm pretty, into it. pretty simple and it's just, you know, shout if you know it. Simple. Alright. So the first couple you might get quite easily. Okay. This is just a warm up though, basically. So the first one is Halo has no end.
3: Halo infinite. Halo Combat <laughs> Evolved.
2: Oh, Hello
3: oh, got Internet, it, Halo yeah. Infinite.
2: Yeah. It no Combat Evolved yeah. <laughs> does I not mean, it just does translate, translate it like it.
3: six million times. You never know. I think
2: I you do know, know that one. <laughs> that's a 1-0 today. Like I said, that's the easy one. Yeah. They're not going to be that easy again. Okay. The next one is simply Big Shadow. Ooh. Shadow of the Colossus? It is Shadow oh, of the
1: Colossus. That, yeah, of course it is. You know, nice,
2: Yeah. <laughs> big oh, shadow okay. no, the way it
1: messes me up is when the words like, the orders mess up lot, yeah yeah or there's
2: just a lot less or a lot more words <laughs> for some reason so big shadow okay the next one black spirit Ooh.
3: shadow the hedgehog <laughs> you never know <laughs>
2: Think of what the <laughs> words, where is Hedgehog being translated <laughs> yeah, I into? I don't know, man. It could you be fucked. I don't think you got what this game is. <laughs> I know what it is. But...
1: What is it? Black Spirit. Okay.
2: Black Spirit. Um, just got to kind of think of your synonyms. You...
1: Yeah. I'm just trying mm. to think what black could be.
2: or Both of them. If it, it helps, Dark Souls? Though it is Dark Souls. Oh,
1: there we go. nice. There yes. We go. Well
2: I think done. you actually have
3: like Black Spirit enemies in the game, so
2: no? there we are. Do you know? Well, there we go. Uh, two ones to Jesse. Here's the next one. Guard dog army.
1: Um, god. Guard dog army. Oh my god.
2: From Serbian to Swahili to Spanish.
1: <laughs> to oh, that a was a close up. Where was this lost in translation? I, I can't get army of two out of my head. I need yeah, to just say it to someone. I was, was going to say
3: that, but it isn't, though. Uh, Guard
1: dog army. Call of Duty now. Um, oh.
3: Um, Just
1: thinking of war games, and that's not the game. Yeah. I've got to focus on the words. <laughs> I'm trying medal of honor, airborne, guard <laughs> so no.
2: dog army. What I will say is, one of those words has barely been changed at all. So oh. one of those is basically the same. Oh. It's even a game we've t- mentioned on this podcast, oh but, God. albeit Today. very briefly. Yeah. Okay.
4: Guard
1: dog,
2: God, dog army.
1: Fuck. It's going to be so obvious, I know it. <laughs> I feel like it's a call of... I, know, give, know, I can't think I of I can't think what it
2: is. The, I will, okay, I'm going to give you an extra hint. It's okay. the dog, so the dog is barely changed.
1: How can I Guard not think dog. of a game with dog in the title? God,
2: dog, army.
1: Jesus Christ. A <laughs> dog's <A> life. <laughs> can't think of a single game a with the word dog in the title.
2: So um, it's about... Um, Another word for <laughs> oh, an telling army. Us what it is. It's I mean, I really helping about, us out here. I talked about what. I'm trying to think of a Roman army. Oh,
1: okay. Got. <laughs> just think, no.
2: Um,
1: I can't get words shit. out of my head. That's the pressure. is trying to shift this. Ah, uh, I'm trying to remember <laughs> what
2: that. i just. People are going to be screaming. I know, right? I That's
1: why it's, it's embarrassing. Not, it's, <laughs> it's,
3: it's not this, but it's not rice. Son of no, that doesn't make sense. No, no, no. there's no
2: dogs in yeah, there. Yeah,
1: yeah. I can't. I just can't think. Roman Empire is all I can think of right now. I need to get that out. <laughs> like centurion uh, as well. I can't get the word dogs, centurion out my mind.
2: Something dogs something. I can't. Some... I
3: can't get it, man.
2: Are you, are you both, are you passing? Yeah, are you to, pass? it's Watch Dogs Legion. For fuck's <laughs> <sake. Fuck>. like... <laughs> it's
3: the only game. Uh, with dogs in the... <laughs> so obvious as well. Wow, Jesus,
1: yeah. that's
2: embarrassing. God, dog army. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. That's why Maybe there will be a tiebreaker. Let's hope neither. Let's hope neither. If you don't get another one, uh, the next one we've got is significant impact.
3: What um, do I feel like this is an RPG or a racing
2: both, game? Both words have changed, and both, okay. but both just clear synonyms. Okay. Significant impact. Uh, it's not Deep Impact with Morgan Freeman. Yeah, that,
1: that's the problem, right? When you get something like that in your brain, like I did have that. <laughs> it's like, I can't shift that out to make room for new ideas.
3: Impact.
1: Stri- Ooh, something oh, that something, makes a significant... Something strike. Um, mm, think, no. Uh,
2: if, if something makes a significant impact, it could also make a... <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> <man doesn't- laughs> Could oh, also make
3: a resident evil um
1: my god this game <laughs> is not for me i can tell no i thought i was off to flying star as
3: well can, you know what can you can you tell us what year <laughs> this game came out
2: i would tell you it's a game that was re-released this year
0: oh piss
1: oh, i'm so sorry listeners like i'm really I think sorry. it's a game you got i think
2: you've got platinum in it this year already of I course
1: <laughs> of course
2: uh, game I played for the first time this year actually
1: it was re-released this year oh my god I, I'm sorry for that yeah like literally my brain is not working it oh, is wait. Cool. I want to
3: say it's, oh no I'm thinking <laughs> I'm thinking of I'm thinking of a subtitle but I'm not it's sure this makes sense impact. It's it a significant
2: impact it's no it, uh, go on then <laughs> I was, was going to say
3: I was going to say Rift Apart but it's no you said it was a re-release no, no, wasn't no. it no
2: no it's uh it was re-released in a trilogy this year oh God. mass effect it's Mass Effect. Oh. there we go significant <laughs> impact is mass oh, effect man. two two there we go uh, just impact, just the four left let's see uh got two okay you're never there. gonna get this i thought there's some harder ones here but um some quite funny ones this one i don't <clears> think <throat> you'll ever get you might do but it's a real tough one okay the ills of the population.
1: Rise of an imp? No. Uh. <laughs> the, <laughs>
2: the ills of, imp- of the population. And I will say it's misleading. This is only a two word game. To oh, build.
1: playtale innocence? No. no. No.
2: The ills of the population. Population is maybe where. Okay. You could. Like, that one is very. That is that, This is the hardest one, I will say. Resident Evil say. Village? It's, it's just Resident Evil. You can have it. Nice. Okay. Nice. There we go. I thought you might get it just because one of you would say Resident Evil at some point. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, just say it. There you go. It's a game of The ills. It? I don't know how that got translated to the ills of the population, That's but I like it. it. Yeah. Um, Three more. <laughs> three, two to Jesse. We have got, next, The Rise of the Bomber from the Grave. ah <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um, Some of those words haven't been changed. Rise of the bomber from the grave. Uh,
4: hmm.
1: I'm thinking of it left for dead? No. No.
2: Nah. Rise of the bomber from the grave. <laughs> <That's a> bomber. <laughs> from the grave. Like Bomber's probably the least helpful word. Yes. I, uh, <laughs> but rise of something from the grave, or grave,
1: or something, I may... Uh,
2: May uh, well help you.
1: Yeah. You'd think, wouldn't you? you would <laughs> think. think. It feels Rise like
2: of
3: the bomber from the, from the grave.
2: Yeah. It's uh, so another word for a grave where, like, where, like, I don't know, different <laughs> places you may put a dead body. I don't know.
3: I feel like I'm in a school test. <laughs>
2: <laughs> where else might, after a funeral, might, might a body be laid to rest? I don't know um and you know i will say rise of is the and same. The problem is
1: you say that right and then i'll get words in my head that i know are not yeah. the answers <laughs> like i have cemetery and coffin in my head that i just can't yeah. remove now
2: yeah i mean you're not far away <laughs> it is neither of those but you yeah. know um more along the crypt route or something but okay. it's not crypt i mean uh and rise of is still the same rise of has not changed i will tell you that
1: we are shit at this game.
2: the Bomber from the Grave. <laughs> I don't know why it's Bomber, but it makes it's just obviously a m- mistranslation.
1: Do you know the only game I can think of with Rise of right now is Rise of the Robots? Do you remember that? No, it's like a fighting uh, game on PS <laughs> One. You know,
2: I know certain people are going to be screaming at this. I reckon throughout the whole of this game that Matt is having a horrible time, and I know you'll be listening, Matt. And I yeah. apologise.
1: Oh, it's, or- it's an horrible game. It like. It makes you feel really stupid as well. That's the worst part
2: about it. Uh you going right. you, you to... Like, think of a
3: game
1: that starts oh, with Rise wait, of... Wait,
3: wait, 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 wait. So,
1: is it... Oh, I mean, I can't stop thinking of Rise of the Planet of the Apes, so I don't know where
2: we are with this. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that.
3: Rise of the Tomb Raider.
2: It is Rise of the Tomb Raider. Okay. There you go. Rise that of makes the Tomb from the grave. <laughs> I don't know but, where Bomber and Tomb... <laughs> no, Bomber and Raider kind of mixed up. Hint,
3: the hint was that Matt, because I know he enjoyed that game a lot, I think.
2: Oh. He does. Well,
1: a lot of people so do did I. You can think of it.
2: That's 4-2 to Jesse, so Jesse can't lose. There's two more. Could okay. still be a draw. That here we go. So, yeah. Two more, here we go. Elite guests of the squad. Um, Elite guests of the squad. That
1: has to be like fire first Aliens Fire Team Elite.
2: It is Aliens
1: yeah. Fire Team Elite. There I was we go. Say that I was wondering whether aliens
3: would have yeah. been involved. It makes in sense.
2: That. It all makes sense. That's 4 3. Can Dale save face? One more to go. And this is my favourite translation. It's very good because it kind of does make sense, but I have no idea how it came out with this. He died in the afternoon. <laughs>
1: Okay. I want to play that game. Whatever
2: he died in the afternoon. I am dead. No. Um, uh, none of those words are exactly okay. the same, but some of them are quite similar. I will say.
3: What was that one game Joe reviewed?
2: It's not that uh, so, he died in the afternoon.
1: The um, um, no. He died. I said the, the, the day afternoon. before. No. Um, the last of mm-hmm. no. So you
3: said none of them are quite the same, right?
2: One uh, this none of them are the same but the, some are quite similar. Oh um God, it's only died. a three word tile I will say. So. Okay. He died in the afternoon.
1: Left for dead.
2: <laughs> no, but you've got one of the words, right? Oh, dead.
3: The baby. sinking city.
2: No.
1: Back for blood.
2: No. <laughs> he died in the afternoon. What what is there a lot of in the afternoon?
1: Sun, unless <laughs> know, yeah, a time. The sun kind
2: of <laughs> sun. Yeah, unless you're in like the Antarctic, you will get a lot of this during the afternoon most of the year. Okay. Um, uh, normally between the hours of like six a.m. and eight p.m. roughly, um, and it's not left for dead. Um, I've lost me. I'm just saying yeah. things, um, and I'm
1: just trying to f- just snatch on can, one can day a, he, in the can, us, can you give us a hint of so,
3: the year?
2: Oh, it Was came out a few much? years ago. It's on. It's an ongoing game. Um, so at night you get a lot of moonlight.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, dying light! But
2: no, <laughs> but during 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 the hours of the day you get a different sort of light.
1: Oh, fuck during me, the man. hours of the day you get a different <laughs> sort of light. Okay. Jesus <laughs> <Day>. Christ! <laughs> <laughs> and you could be dead. <laughs> Oh, dead, dead by, by daylight. daylight. Dead by
2: <laughs> daylight. Jesus Christ! Uh, I wish I'd never done this. that was Painful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know who won that, but
1: whatever. A loser yeah, we all are. lost. <laughs> <Everyone's> <laughs> <laughs> let's Jeez. never do that again. <sighs> well, I know you two. Well, yeah, not with us idiots. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
2: let's get some feedback. All right, Dale. I got to focus. This actually him. goes on perfectly from from
1: the quiz. This is from Martin Lindstam. He says, hi IGN UK, I'm writing to you because I didn't know where else to turn with this knowledge. Seeing as you are experts in both games and, <laughs> and genitalia euphemisms, I <laughs> no, haven't read this in off. advance, but <laughs> in genitalia euphemisms, I figured you might like to know that the upcoming cosmic horror game Dolmen has a different meaning in Sweden. Dolmen roughly translates, by the way, being a slang word to the dong. Funny? <laughs> yes. yes. Fitting for a horror game? Maybe. Love the pod, Martin.
2: The dong. I would play a game called the dong. The dong. It's like the, the gunk is a great name for a game. Yeah, I, it, I think Dolmen. There was a trailer for it at Opening Night Live, actually. But uh, yep, it looks looks like an interesting game. But yeah, I did not know that Dolmen translates in Swedish to the dong. Uh, <laughs> That's very good. And now, now I will never forget that. <laughs> so uh, amazing. Mm. Uh, Jesse, you've got an email.
3: Yeah, this is from Zach Evans. He says, "Hi all, love the pod, and I've really been enjoying the content you produce on the site." My pick for British sitcom smash character would be Mr. Gilbert from the Inbetweeners, played by Greg Davies. Um, he'd be a Pokemon trainer-style character using Neil, Simon, <laughs> Will, and Jay to fight for him. The person he sends out into the arena would be randomized as the high schoolers range from completely useless to super OP. Of course, Neil is the useless one. Mm-hmm. Think the Pokemon Wobbuffet. Is that it? Wobbuffet, yeah. It? There we go. No move <laughs> no moving, jumping, or anything remotely practical. Simon is OP. He'll drive he'll drive on, he will drive on a shitty yellow and red Fiat. What is Giacente. that? That's it. My favorite car. <laughs> Mowing the op- Mowing the opposition down like the cars on the F zero stage. Will would be a, will would be the melee character fighting with his briefcase. Jay's the ranged attacker. He'll be swearing constantly. And the words would manifest on the screen as projectiles. Imagine Alan Partridge being hit with a bus swanker. Cheers. And for Christ's sake, ah, respect the seat.
1: I think he needs to put respect on Neil's name. Neil was like, why is he making out as a useless one? He's got the best dance moves like in the universe, <laughs> like, in the universe, wow, the, what the I, what British I smash sitcom universe. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> his dancing skills surely would mesmerise his opponents, l- luring him into a stun.
2: It's good. I mean, that's coming on with his suggestions. We're here to workshop it. I feel that like, is true. yeah, we can. Yeah, I like. I like it as I like. I just like the idea of
1: Greg Davis as a Pokemon trainer. To <laughs> stuff garb. like, you
3: know. A yeah. multi tiered approach to a combatant. That's always um, thought provoking. He
1: lost me. Well, I wasn't sure about when he's said gen- as a ranged attacker, but then when he explained it, it made more sense to me. Like He's all about the bullshit mm-hmm. and the swear words. So yeah. I yeah. haven't watched In Between Us. You haven't watched In Between Us?
2: I thought you'd be. Pri- Actually, no, I was Prime Age for that, yeah. to be fair. Oh, it's oh, okay. It is good.
3: It is was good. there an American In Between Us?
2: Yeah. <laughs> they did try, bless them.
3: <laughs> oh. uh, yeah. All right. Fair enough.
2: Um, I've got an email here from Ricky McNamara, who is taking part in a charity football match for Autism Hampshire, which is a mm. good cause. Mm. On the 29th of August, so that's this Sunday, uh, Ricky and his Sunday league football team are taking part in a charity football match in Gosport, which is just a small town across the water from Portsmouth. The charity they're supporting is Autism Hampshire. And the charity is very important to Ricky as he knows a few people has to deal with it. So basically, what we've got here is a link. If you want to send any money, you don't have to. Uh, It's just, you know, like sharing a good cause. So uh, Ricky's playing a game for charity for Autism Hampshire. And if you want to donate, it is gofund.me forward slash 47338 B. 5, one. That's 47338 B51. I feel like I'm doing one of those uh, live <laughs> phone ins. Yeah, I could yeah. never be a, a TV presenter where they have to repeat the full like, um, phone number over and over again because I would definitely get it wrong every other time. I'm just trying, to, yeah, s- it's a good cause. just
1: trying to see if there's a way we can quickly Google it and tell people what to search for so they can find it.
2: Yeah, I'm sure if you searched Charity Football Match for Autism, Hampshire, 29th of August. Would come up but mm-hmm. yeah, if you feel like donating,
1: yeah,
2: Don- yeah that's Don- uh, that's really
3: oh, that's lovely, way, Ricky. Yeah. And I hope uh, it all goes very well,
2: exactly. Yeah, and mm. I hope you win the match. I know that's not the most important thing, but it's always good to hope win you the smash match, them, you know. exactly. Um, I think that's it. That's all we've got this week. I said, I'm off next week, so everyone can you. celebrate. Yeah, <laughs> oh, well, that's nice. Thank you. Are going um, anywhere
1: nice? Or is it catch-up and games I'm time?
2: Going, I'm actually going to Brighton for Ooh, a few days. I've not been to Brighton really. in ages. So get, actually getting out of my house, like away f- out of London for the first time in, what, a year and a half. So nice. I'm really looking forward nice to that.
3: I hope you I have know. a good time.
1: Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> sounded so insincere.
2: What music should we have? I mean, the music from that Doke V um, Trailer. is it just
3: like mainly like punch sounds and explosions and shit no
2: like? that was full-on soundtrack it was basically a music ah. video it was it was mad we could go for that i maybe. was going to suggest i don't um, really want to go for that Into sandman cover i was going to suggest do. that <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Well, if we're doing that we're just playing it in a sandman yeah. Metallica, like, um that. but we're not doing that the let's play T. um enough.
1: Aliens: yeah, Far Too does have some wacky music, to be fair. <laughs> that is very I trish, don't know like, it yet. Yeah. There's uh, a couple of levels where it has music where it sounds like um, what, what the, the Jawa music, the Jawa and music, Star music from Star <laughs> Wars. <What>? Yeah, <laughs> when you're like killing aliens and it all sounds
3: really upbeat and happy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so that is very odd. I can't wait for that. Uh, I will probably play it on my week off when nice. I'm not in Brighton. Hope there's no aliens in Brighton. Oh, uh, you know. There we go. <laughs> it's been lovely as usual yep. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com just email us anything really
1: we're kind of just don't email in but... how shit we were at the quiz please oh, I no, just no, want to no, forget no about it. no one was going to do that until you mentioned it <laughs> I want to um, forget about yeah. it forever um, it's not my job
2: to read out next week so what, Ryan what's, what's you your want.
3: best or worst quiz related memories I'm sure everyone what has those rocks? there you go <laughs> quiz
2: memories quiz I'm, sure, memories I'm sure
3: some mad shit has happened in a you know a quiz when you're at a pub with punch up at a quiz yeah pub quiz is that that can be a Exactly. Some scared. someone could have went mad, and now I want to hear about it.
2: There we go. That's Jesse's request. Maybe he'll read <laughs> out next week because I won't be. Goodbye. <laughs> Tell Bye.